Hey, what's up? It's Frank here from datadriven.tv, the podcast where we explore the emerging fields of data science, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. If you'd like to think of data as the new oil, well, I kind of like car talk. Uh, so with that being out of the way, one of the things, let me tell you a little story about how it happened the other day. Uh, recently, I found all the parts to my drone that I bought in 2015, and I am ashamed to say I got it 2015 for Christmas, flew it for a little bit, but uh, for reasons varied and complex, I actually lost the battery, lost the charger, and lost the remote. Right? So I had the body of the drone look really cool on my shelf. Uh, it was even in the background of some of my videos. But without that, and then it, it just became one of those things that got pushed to the back burner. Uh, started working through some piles of stuff trying to get rid of, trying to do spring cleaning in the fall. Uh, and um, I found it and um, charged the battery. Got everything reconnected, and uh, battery didn't work. Now I found out the battery didn't work. Uh, my son uh, was with me. Uh, we were hanging out for the day. My older son, and we went to a park. Decided to fly it, and even though it registered as fully charged, basically lithium polymer batteries apparently they get very cranky, uh, sitting dormant for a while, and didn't fly. So had some time. It was a beautiful weather. So I was like, well, I really want to get a replacement battery because I clearly need it. So I was like, well, I'll call a couple of electronic stores. I called, all right, I'll call them out. I called Micro Center. I called them. Well, actually, first, I looked on their website. For some reason, now keep in mind, this is a DJI Phantom 3. It's not exactly the most cutting-edge drone. So I looked on their website. They had a really good website optimized for mobile, but no information on anything Phantom 3. So I was like, well, maybe I'll call them. And I called them, and basically I had to sit on, I waited on hold, I waited on hold. And after like two, three minutes, I hung up, and here's why. Um, if I were to go there, my son and I would have to drive 25, 30 minutes there um, and back, right? So that's, that's an hour right there. And we had a bunch of other errands to do, plus, you know, I want to hang out with my kid, not sit in traffic. Uh, and, and that sort of thing. Um, so I just said the hell with it. I'm just going to order on Amazon. And um, got up, you know, same phone. Swiped on over the Amazon app. So fortunately, they have one day delivery um, in my area. And so that's what I did. I ordered it. And next day it was there. My son and I, we had a, we had a blast doing fun things. Uh, got a lot of all our other errands done. And that made me realize why Amazon is going to win the retail game. They're not going to win the cloud game if I have anything to say with it. Uh, <laughs> but here's why they're winning the retail game. It's asynchronous, right? Um, going somewhere, particularly if you're buying anything that requires any kind of specialized technical knowledge, you wouldn't describe it as a fun process. But, I mean, it was asynchronous, right? I, I placed the order, did everything else I needed to do, and the next day I was able to fly. Now, yes, did I fly kind of real time right away? No, I didn't. And that's where brick-and-mortar stores still have an advantage. But here's where they are failing miserably. I should have been able to find out, uh, either it's more facets on their data or, or whatever, find out if they had that exact product in stock. If they had that exact product in stock, and I really wanted to fly that day, probably would have done, would have done it. Because what really held me back was kind of that, it was kind of like, not Schrodinger's cat, but it was kind of like Schrodinger's battery. 
I didn't know if they had it or didn't, right? I didn't collapse the probability wave, <laughs> as they say, right? So it was kind of going down to Rockville, uh, flipping a coin, right? And not that there's anything wrong with Rockville, uh, but I mean, it's just, it was just time, really. And that's the key. Time is the key. Asynchron- asynchronicity, uh, I was going to put that as the title of the, the video here, but um, that's a lot harder to type than kind of, and it's also kind of confusing. But I mean, that's really the key of customer service. So if you have an idea for a startup, let me tell you this, AI is going to enable this. Technology, big data is going to enable asynchronicity in ways we can barely imagine. And you see a lot of retailers are doing this. You see uh, Walmart is doing this thing where not only, you know, what's very popular, I'm in front of a Harris Teeter right now, what's very popular at Harris Teeter is, you know, you kind of drive up. Um, and get your groceries, right? And that's kind of asynchronous because you don't have to go through ooh, the store with the kids and, and all the chaos. But Walmart's doing that too. I mean, a lot of a lot of grocery stores are doing that. But I think what's even more powerful is you don't have to go to the store at all. Services like Instacart do the same thing. It's probably it's not a surprise now that Amazon and Walmart are now offering service where they'll actually load your fridge for you, right? Now, some people are saying, well, you know what? We can't even load our own fridges anymore. I mean, yeah, I guess there's something to that key here is it's completely asynchronous, right? You want something to happen, you can do other things. Now, while multitasking is a myth in terms of neurological activity, right? Your brain can only realistically focus on one thing at a time. But process-wise, process-wise, asynchronous is the way to go. You know, start your dishwasher, then leave the house. You know what I mean? Because that way, while you're doing something else or working out or, or whatever, your dishes are getting washed, right? Rather than staying home and waiting and watching, which I suppose if you know, you're afraid it'll flood. That's a different story. <laughs> Point is, is that data and AI is going to enable customer scenarios that were either impossible, impractical, or just too expensive to do before. And I think if you uh, look back 2019 or 20, whatever, 2020, whatever, we're going to think of the times when we actually had to go and do something or go somewhere to get a, a service or a product going to come across as very old-fashioned. And um, the bottom line is that with the increase in technology of rich data, enhanced data, artificial intelligence systems, customer service is going to change. So if you have an idea for a product or a service, uh, or you're working at a company that's doing that, or you want to do your own startup, it doesn't matter. You have to take into account the, peop- the fact that people need to multitask. And you don't have to look much further than podcasting. Uh, to see that in a very real way because podcasting has been around since the iPod came out, right? It was uh, it was Adam Curry and a bunch of people kind of like recording stuff and then writing these batch scripts that, that read a feed and then downloaded audio and then it would automatically get synced to your iPod. This is way before it was supported in iTunes. But why has podcasting taken a real renaissance lately? And the answer is it's asynchronous, right? I can be listening to podcasts or audiobooks Anything that's kind of doesn't require all that cognitive focus, right? That's why podcasting is taken off. And I've seen that. The numbers for data-driven on the podcast are way better than the, than the uh, numbers on my YouTube channel. I'm the same person. Maybe it's Andy. Andy's the secret sauce for sure. But I think the key is, is that um, being able to multitask in a way that is neurologically and process uh, possible, that, that's why podcasting is taken off. You have a great day.